Hi everyone and thanks for tuning in to this week's show. I'm your host Sharice and this week we're going to be talking all things independent. On this week's show I've got an exciting guest who loves to travel in style and I'd love to introduce Pippa Rose from Pippa Rose Lifestyle, luxury travel agent here in Bath. Hi Pippa, how are you? Hi, uh, good thank you, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. No, no, you're welcome, you're welcome. So... Um, we actually met not that long ago, did we? Maybe uh, a few months prior to lockdown. Yes. Uh, Briefly in, um, in the restaurant I work in, you came in with the lovely Polly and had some food. And I remember after you girls left, I remember going straight onto your Instagram and being like, this Instagram is travel goals. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's had a bit of TLC uh, since the initial lockdown because I've had some time to go back and kind of tart it up and give it a bit of a facelift and, you know, and actually explore more and what, what's on the doorstep. So actually coming to the hotel and my God, what a good roast. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, no, it's great. And uh, great to meet you. And again, thank you so much for having me on, especially on a grey and drizzly day, which is. um, I know, right. (laughs) It's not good out there. It's not good. Um, so for all my listeners, give me a little rundown, because obviously I've stalked you enough, <laughs> so I know what's going on, but tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I I set up uh, my own independent travel business about two years ago, so in August 2018, uh, basically offering a service for people, tailor-made travel, be that a, a city break or a multi-generational family safari and so, I mean, I, I work with suppliers, um, by suppliers, I mean, you know, hotels, people on the ground in different destinations. And I just create these trips for people and basically at the cost of people doing it directly. And the, the whole idea behind it was I sort of I've been working in travel for about 10 years and uh, I used to do sales and marketing for hotels. And I found I was sort of naturally already being someone's travel agent and often sometimes people think oh travel agent you know they've got this sort of vision of um what's her name in my big fat greek wedding and you know call center and um whereas actually it's it's the evolution of the travel agent has moved on so much more than men you know i actually have clients who who call me up and actually sometimes just want to have a chat so it's more about that you know regardless of your budget you're having this you know attention to detail experience and basically yeah. getting the most out of your money you know I'm not going to send you somewhere po- possibly that I have been to because eight times out of ten I like to recommend personal experiences but yeah. you know you're not wasting your time when you're away like you know people work so hard that you know yeah. whether you've got 500 pound budget or a five grand budget you, you you've really got to make the most of where you're going and you know go to the right restaurants the little local um you know trattoria or something as opposed to this mainstream place because you've seen it on you know top blogs of what to eat in venice and actually you know it's not um so that's the the brain child of it i suppose (laughs) 
Yeah, which I absolutely love because I say this all the time, working in a hotel in Bath, and I've said it before on one of my other podcasts, like it's so interesting when people come to travel and they're only there for like one or two nights and they just say to you like as a waitress, they're like, where do I need to go? Like, don't tell me where I need to go that Bath has to offer that everyone's at like show me something a little bit different and it's so like people just want I suppose to to almost like a little itinerary of like where to go that no one knows like you know it's really yeah and you know you've hit the nail on the head there because it's it, it is that sort of thing and this is sort of stuff that I've been building up over the years where you know, it, it's easier to do when you have someone who goes, look, you know, I want to go to Southeast Asia and I want a multi-centered trip and and I work with my suppliers and we create something amazing. And then you get like a city break or a staycation. And and people also want that level of detail there. You know, they want to you know, like yeah. you just said, well, actually, no, you know, what, what's a walk we could do? And, you know, should we get a little, you know, and you can say to them, get, pick up this takeaway coffee and pastry on the way and, and go down way instead of that way in that level of detail so I actually have dossiers for every destination that people want to go to which you know lockdown has helped me get on top of those and just update you know food and travel and and exploring small businesses not just in somewhere like Bath like they're they're bedfellows people want to do that Um, so you know it's it's a lot of hard work but if you're passionate about it then (laughs) it works yeah yeah, that's nice. Um, where would you say your um, your favourite travel destination is? Oh, <laughs> that's such a difficult one. And you know, I was asked that recently as well. My heart is in Cambodia. Oh, wow. I've never been there. I really want to go. It's just one of those places where, you know, they have been through so much and yet they have this you know just this energy this you know it's almost contagious how happy and smiley they are and they you know they want to tell you about their history as well as really you know they don't want to hide it or and and they really they are so happy for for tourism um but also tourism that's done the right way so you're not going over there and going okay I'm just going to look at Angkor Wat and I don't care about that little village that's close by or little food yeah. stands you know and the people I work with will will not shelter you from that you know if you want someone who wants to go and stay in a big gaudy hotel and literally get in a taxi go to Angkor and come back they're not the right people for my services you know, I want them to be shown yeah. around by a Cambodian guide who you know will take them to their their aunties or their great grandmother's uh, food stalls and, you know, and and literally yeah. take them off the beaten track and have that sort of more intrepid experience but also have that you know without sounding cliche but have that element of giving back and there's so much of that that you can do in Cambodia and that's yeah uh, always my my heart is there. (laughs) I love that I actually um me and my partner were laughing the other day um because we were talking about travel when we were sort of looking through um some stuff and last year we actually went to Morocco bearing in mind it was a really last minute holiday I had some work you know a a week off at the restaurant and I thought right let's just go away Mm. to some sun we went to Morocco we stayed in a beautiful hotel 
And um, and when we got there, we kind of didn't plan anything because we were like, right, let's just go. Let's just relax. Let's just, you know, we had sort of read up on a few things like you do on blogs of where to go and and mm. everything like that. And it, I think it was on about day three. Um, my boyfriend used to, we the actual hotel was on amazing grounds. And every morning he used to sort of walk around the grounds after breakfast and, you know, just, just basically take it all in. And he actually met this um, man called Haj who was at the front of the hotel dropping off some other guests and he was a local tour guide. And my partner started talking to him. Um, next thing you know, he was like, you know, get your clothes on, jump in. I'm going to take you around the real yeah. Morocco. And I thought, this is mental. We're going to get kidnapped. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, well, we're in a yeah, yeah, yeah. country. I don't know who you've met feeding the birds, <laughs> but this is crazy. Anyway, we just thought, why not? He seemed like a lovely guy. We got in and we spent the whole day. Honestly, I was so amazed. Like, he just took us to all of his favourite places we had a private dinner in what seemed like an old ruined building in the middle of a courtyard, just us two. We had sort of like three waiters. It was incredible. And I was like, where has this man come from? You know, like it's such a weird and beautiful experience. We were both just like, we love Harsh. Like we gave him all our money. We we're like, this guy is amazing. Cause he just was like, no, I want to show you the real Morocco. Like come with me, I'll take you everywhere. It was madness, but that's, I suppose, what's so special about it. Well, yeah, travel. and you, you kind of, what what you've said there resonates with me and actually my whole ethos behind what I do is that you said we wanted to give him all our money, you know? And, yeah, you know, it doesn't make me sound like a very good businesswoman, but most of the time yeah. I want that, the, the, the value of money. Yes, I obviously want to make money. I'm a small business, but I want sure. people to go and be giving their money to the the, the local people and something yeah. that is giving back and isn't so mainstream and, and corporate. And so much of tourism has become that, that you then, you, know, you join these yeah. tour groups. And yes, it's nice, but it's, you're not having that sort of private dinner experience, like you said. And, and you know, I, even during lockdown, I was messaging some of my suppliers and tour guides that I've had in different places, just sort of saying, you know, how are you getting on? Because every time I thought I was really going yeah. through the shitter, I was like, what about them? Like, these yeah. people live hand to mouth and they absolutely are so grateful for your business. And that's what I want my clients, you know, a huge thing about what the, the trips I like to create is, and, and for myself as well, is opening people's eyes to this world outside your own, uh, you know, and not in a sort of yeah. pseudo-political sense, but just the... There is that enjoyment and you are more likely to spend money on what you think is, is worth it. And, and that's kind of where I would rather steer people's hard-earned cash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, um, yeah, I mean, the travel industry is something that, yeah, is it evolved since you've worked in 10 years? It's just massively, because I suppose now a lot is online, a lot is, is battling with, I suppose, um, like, bloggers influencers things like that or is it easier to sort of market I think had you asked me that this time last year I'd say we're always up against it you know the you know even people's grandmothers are on you know Skyscanner and Booking.com I'm not plugging these businesses by the way Um, and I think you can everybody can it's achievable where I sort of when I was 
contemplating setting up the business and said you've got all of this and you know that there's all of that and you always are always going to come up against this competition and it's competition in the sense that people can price check you and and they can go on there and do it themselves and then they'd say well well why would we use you well first of all you're helping a small business uh second of all i cost the same as going directly third of all i have the relationships with the hotels um so when you go and stay somewhere and people are looking at the check-in list for that day if you booked through something like Expedia or booking you are going to be bottom of that list as to who gets upgraded who gets preferential treatment and I spend 60% of my time building up relationships with people both locally in Bath and and throughout the country and and internationally so that my clients are absolutely looked after so what it is you can book it all online and everyone's pretty tech savvy these days but equally, you could come to me or you can, lots of my clients just WhatsApp me and go, actually, I fancy going away in two weekends time. What do you think? Uh, you know, send us some suggestions because what they're getting from me is also yeah. what we were talking about earlier is they're getting the suggestions of tried and tested hotels. Uh, but they're yeah. also getting right. Here's a nice little local um, wine bar, which I know, you know, that your, your partner enjoys um, a glass of red at the end of the day or, you know, just small things like that. So. Yeah. Yes, there it has been that competition. But then since the dreaded C word, um, <laughs> yeah. people, I think I spent the first so first couple of months, uh, basically from almost February on, on, onward, uh, adjusting people's trips and whatnot. And the amount of, and I was helping people who hadn't booked through me, you know, trying to find the right routes, trying to get mm. them back from destinations. Uh, my sister actually was in, Bali and you know again they 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 were backpacking so they'd done all of the stuff themselves so it was trying to find them a sensible route home and and, and then tapping into my connections and the thing is with that is you're not dealing with a faceless entity and I'm sure people um who are listening who were in that situation will this will sort of rain home to them in the you know you're sat on the phone to EasyJet BA whoever ages because mm. absolutely went into pa- everyone went into panic mode where I was that gateway yeah. for people doing that so um sorry I've rambled on but basically where I'm coming back to is saying yes there's that competition out there online but now I think people have learned the yeah. value of using an independent agent because I'm not you know as I've just said a faceless entity they can speak to me and you can book with confidence now because people and have that assurance that you know you're going to be able to help yeah and equally (laughs) navigating your way around uh what's open what piece what destination do we have to have a pcr test for and what place to quarantine for where could Mm -hmm. we go in january for two weeks that hasn't got zika virus or all these sorts of things and and you can google and you can find yourself going down all these rabbit holes and realistically you're better off you know obviously i'm going to say that but you are better off coming to someone who is in the know and who will help you with that and especially with the times that we're living in you know you've got to be able to book something so that you don't get conned you know again plenty of people who've used airbnb and i'm not saying they're not a good company you know i've used them myself but equally lots of people have been stung this year from not getting deposits back and then paying over the odds and you know i i quite confidently maybe i'm very lucky but i've managed to not none of my clients were out of pocket this year at all um, yeah which is 
an important thing because like you said it's people's hard-earned cash isn't it they want to when you think about going on holiday oh it's like your dreams come true isn't it you're like yes that's my money going in there and I'm going to go away and I'm going to have a fantastic time and I suppose when um, something like this that happens I'm sure has never been seen in the travel industry before where everyone starts going sorry what what's going on and I know people you know did hold deposits I know some of my friends they lost a lot of money in that and um, luckily a few of them have been managed to change dates for next year and things like that but the impact it's had on the travel industry yeah and and equally I understand it from you know the supplier's perspective where they go well if we give back everyone's deposits then, you know, we are sure. absolutely, there's no cash yeah. flow and we are stung. And, you know, it's desperately sad, uh, you know, and I'm, that loads of, lots of, because I work with a lot of like, boutique and small places that have become victims to, to Corona. And the problem yeah. is, you know, everybody needs to sort of harness what they've got, but um, through, through supplier relationships and, just being that gateway for the client, you know, yes, I've been able to move bookings, um, try and get back money where I can, but also reason with people saying, you know, if this is a doable trip, can we do it next year? And and if not, sure, then we'll, yeah. we'll, you know, and if circumstances change, you know, maybe people want to start having a family and, and so this whole year put loads of things into perspective. Yeah. So, you know, it has been tricky and I think that's it's the going back and forth and I know you know I have written a list of the suppliers that I haven't been able to pay this year and I've had to pull the bookings from who've been very good because they know I will give them stuff back and I'm going to make sure that they are top of my yeah. list for when people inquire for those destinations if it suits what the client likes yeah, of course you know I'm not going to try and show the hotel that I like yeah um, <laughs> yeah you're and going to you know there, but you are because I owe this hotel something but you know it's just it's just being mindful and you know and actually look it's it it's a yeah yeah next year is going to be an amazing year I suppose because fingers crossed it starts to go back and everyone is just itching to go away aren't they you know everyone's just itching to book that sun holiday or that city break and they just want something new yeah they just I want to get of, on the plane. I've also noticed that it's the rise of people's bucket list trips that are that are coming up you know that perhaps you put something off and you've gone actually we, we've saved a little bit you know I, perhaps I, I know for a lot of people it's been actually an incredibly difficult time so holidays are perhaps not on the card for a while but then for others where they've gone right well yeah. you know what you know we would never normally spend this but you know what we're going to do it because we just want to we want to treat ourselves and and just yeah go for those bucket list destinations and far flung trips yeah. that they you know perhaps were putting off and putting off and now now's the time to do it. Um, yeah, I know that um, for sure next year it's quite funny because I've had a few weddings obviously this year that have cancelled and now next year one particularly in Greece and. Um, it's just been moved to next year, which is brilliant, but I can't yeah. wait until I get on that flight. Fingers crossed, all goes well, but I just need some sun in my life again. Luckily, we had a really good summer, so it made Bath absolutely yeah. wonderful to live in. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, really the rise of the staycations, I didn't, I never thought I was the sort of staycation expert, you know, and, and do have yeah. uh, good relationships in place with hotels in the UK, but equally, it was, you know, trying to get a, a villa in Cornwall or Devon in August was like gold dust. You just, it was impossible yeah 
But I think, you know, winter usually, despite the year we've had anyway, is, is usually quite good for business because people just go, oh, my God, get me away, get me somewhere. So it usually yeah. it works quite well. You know, I don't often complain about rainy days because I know I'm going to be slightly busier. <laughs> demand so yeah exactly. yes I think it's going to, to definitely pick up I've noticed availability at certain places is basically full for next year already so that's really positive um wow. not so positive but <laughs> if I'm trying to get my own clients in there at the minute but uh, positive for the industry so yeah, yeah, you sure. know we've got a that's amazing. Where do you think your most required destination is? Like how, how many inquiries? I suppose, what's the most inquiries you get for one uh, destination? Did you mean this year or just in general? Just in general. Like what would you say you get contacted most about? Is it the kind of Cambodia, Bali style trips or is it like uh, they want to go somewhere different in like Italy or Spain? What do you reckon is the most kind of like talked about or asked? It's quite difficult because I don't, there isn't actually any sort of um, trend or or kind of yeah. I don't I don't see a, a, a pattern in, in what people ask for. Sometimes it's what yeah. it's how I pitch something. So I'm um, uh, a bit yeah. of I sort of I grew up in Portugal, still have family there, so I'm always claiming to be a bit of a Portugal expert. So. Often I do get people wow. contacting me quite a lot about that. And it just, you know, and, and it can be where, for example, I was in Bali around about this time last year. So then my inquiries picked up a lot for Bali. And, you know, likewise, or, or Costa Rica, or, or um, I did a, did a trip to Colombia. And yeah, it, it sometimes, do you know what I, I think wow. I found... Because in previous companies, I've either worked for a specific hotel or for a specific region. And now, because I sort of yeah. sell everywhere, it, it is often people inquire off the back of when I promoted something. But, uh, the, yeah. but you, you get the usual, because I do, I specialise in honeymooners in particular. And, which is uh, very Ooh. exciting because I, I love planning people's honeymoons and it's just uh you know I don't know if it's, it's an age thing or the fact you know I get a few weddings but it just sort of happened that you know you sort of by default become this honeymoon specialist so to speak but um and you get people wanting the, the typical sort of Amalfi Coast sort of places for their mini moon and then their maxi moon you either have you know they, they want to go and do like Botswana and Mozambique it tends to be the sort of big bigger chunkier trip and you know whereas my family holiday inquiries do tend to be sort of you know we either want that sort of winter sun Maldives or we want Portugal villa in the summer uh or you know have you got suggestions so I had a a feature in the Telegraph in the summer about a Portuguese wine trip um I like to sort of come up with little things like that so my next uh, great escapes, as I've called them, um, which I'm sure a lot of people have called uh, blogs. <laughs> I see. Uh, it and I thought it was so <laughs> the next one will be France, and then we'll be doing South Africa. And yeah, I'm just a huge travel nerd, so to be honest, it's it's usually where I start plugging, and I like to sort of do, you know, quite uh, what I think is quite niche, but you know that might be quite big headed. Um, but somewhere like you know, twinning. Copenhagen with going to the Faroe Islands or just getting off 
the beaten track a little bit more and you know things like the moldings and stuff are great and you know fly and flop destination almost unbeatable i'm not <laughs> from a you know and not yeah. that i only recommend what, what i think is good you know that is that is something that i've had to learn you know actually it's not about you pip it's about your clients and what they want <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like do you really it's want to go like, you should go here i one don't like lying on a sunbed um i've got to so most of my process is sort of as i'm sure it won't come to a shock to you but speaking to people initially um and just chatting and finding out you know if if you know your your partner's an absolute foodie but you're not really bothered about that you want to go trekking every morning it's finding that fine um fine marriage between the two so that you know you're both getting something out of the trip and equally it might be a destination that i'm not particularly um well versed in but then i've got really good suppliers there so i just sort of say to them you know i'm going to take care of the client experience side but once you're on the ground that you know here's so and so and so and so and they'll be looking after you so i definitely think i always thought that uh i'd book holidays here and there you know i've traveled a little bit and done x y and z but for my next holiday i'm totally gonna come to you because i just think it's just such a good idea to almost be told like if you're going to this destination, like we said earlier, like you need to go here, here and here. And it could be just a case of everything's booked for that destination. Here's kind of the best or the top five and go like, it's just. Well, and you know, sometimes when you, the, the, the internet's great, but sometimes it doesn't tell you all those things. And, you know, often I want an answer and I would rather go to someone I know in the field about it because, you know, like with nutrition or, or, or face products, I mean, that's a very first world problem, but, um with travel you know it's even yeah. small things like I had someone who sent me um an itinerary from uh, one of the high street companies and I said you know actually yeah those, those places are good mm. but can I just have a can I just say and you know and I'm not trying to do them any disservice if I thought it was good I'd say look I'll try and price match it most of your budget is being eaten up by your flight route. Yeah. So I said, could, could we fly you via Bangkok yeah. instead of Singapore? And it cut the flight price in half. It's just sort of looking at things and going, you know, I appreciate I'm more about value than I am volume. Uh, it's a different business model than bigger companies. Yeah. But that's sort of, that's how I operate. And that's sort of, that's the level of service I have to keep providing to people. I, yeah, I just, I'm like, why? <laughs> why have I not done it (laughs) do you know what I mean it is just such one of those uh, because as well for me I don't know about a lot of people but I haven't got the attention span to be reading hours up on where I'm going I'm sort of the person that I arrive somewhere anyway and the first thing I'll do is I'll put my bags in my room and I'll just be like right I need to go and get a coffee I'm just going to walk around and see you know get my bearings of the place anyway so I do like to explore and not know too much anyway but at the same time uh, yeah I just think it's a perfect idea because I just haven't got the I haven't got it in me to sit and read hours of info on blogs and you know I'm just I'm I'm a bit lazy when it comes to that because my attention span I I read something and then I'm like I didn't take any of that in where do I go out there (laughs) and and actually sometimes it's the finite like I totally I am pro going and exploring and not really knowing um where to go but it's that sort of fine line sometimes if you've only got say a day somewhere 
Yeah, really, you think, oh, well, I could get exactly, a gelato from yeah. there. But, and then if you have it, you're like, oh, well, that was a waste. I'll have to go and have about 10 more, which is, you know, that's not a problem. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's sort of, that's why it's all, that's why I always offer, like, tailor-made stuff, because everyone's very different. You know, I have some people who contact me and they know, right, this is where we want to go. These are the times of the flight. Can you book it for me? Super easy. I'll do that. Um, yeah. But equally you know then I'll have someone who comes to me a complete blank canvas and goes you know where where do you recommend and and will this work and you know and then then we we kind of find ourselves starting with one destination and then ending up booking someone completely different because it you know the whole of the world. <laughs> yeah that's so exciting that's so exciting I do love that kind of yeah I, I don't know why I haven't done it before, but I think the next trip I go on, it will be, I'll be coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so are you, Dominic, you're all online. If if people do want to come and say hi, and I want to go here. So, yes, so I've got my website, uh, pepperaceslifestyle.com. A little plug there. <laughs> and then yes. I've got Get it my in. Instagram, <laughs> which people sometimes contact me through. I mean, my website's got all my contact details. So, you know, pick up the phone, give me a call, send me an email. Uh, you know, what, what I quite like, especially if my clients, might, you know, for, for Bath, um, which is, you know, you know, growing and growing, which is fantastic. And that's kind of what the idea was from being here is to, you know, go and have a coffee. Or, yeah. you know, if we're... T- if we're talking about your mini moon and you're thinking of Greece, then we'll go to like a little Greek restaurant together. And, you know, you're kind of getting that taste of the experience before you go there, because I, I don't want to be, you know, yeah, my marketing model to be totally bullshit where I say, you know, I'm oh, sorry, you know, it's all about client <laughs> experience. Well, that's got to start at the moment you inquire. So why not go and have, I don't know, some South African wine. If we're talking about your family, South African adventure, Equally, I know people don't have that sort of time. If they do, that's great. And you want to do it on a weekend or after work, um, coffee in the morning. You know, I went for a walk with a client the other day if you want to talk about a trip. So um, I, it's it's very flexible. But equally, sometimes people just, just literally want to WhatsApp me or give me a call and, and we go from there. So many different avenues, but um, equally up for meeting up if people want to do that. Yeah. So again, I'm not one of those sort of just behind the computer screen and may have no idea who I am there might be a bit more of a trust factor if you meet me or maybe not (laughs) (laughs) what do you think what's your favorite part of the business is that marketing is that social is that um, meeting clients or is it getting I don't know photo evidence of the best trip oh I do love that I do love when a client sends me a picture from their trip and it just I had a I have this really lovely client who sent me a picture from they were a, a trip in America and it was all of the whole family surfing and it was just really touching and then equally I have this client who actually at the moment through all of lockdown he has sent me a piano recording every morning he's very talented every morning uh, almost for a whole year it will, it will be so that's also been really touching I, again it's just um it, it's hard to validate your own success and what you think is going on and am I doing a good job am I not so you know I, I love having client feedback and that's why I spend so long putting time into it everything from when they get home there's a welcome home pack you know mm. with um tea uh, like a local chocolate so I like going to the 
the farmer's market in Green Park and like picking up things from there that I can just send in, in a postal pack and they'll have a copy of the week or whatever their favorite publication is. A lot of time I put Condé Nast in there just to sort of, Condé Nast Traveller, just to sort of make them start thinking about, you know, it's a marketing tool as it is anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so That's a great idea. Just, um, do you know what? The, I would say, and I don't know if my accountant will end up listening to this, but my least favourite is all of that side. <laughs> I, I just cannot do it. Um, yeah. And I do, you know, do my bookkeeping all sorts of things and you know it's staying on top of it and it's sort of what the best thing about lockdown was having this time to catch up on forgotten admin and there was a lot of it you know I well and that's and I had uh, my background was you know advising on brands and doing social media and doing all of that and I just had no time to to even pay any attention to it so to do the the blogs and the out like the outreach to analysts or publications and, and promotion of the business sometimes it's you can't do everything and my clients always have to come first so having not had them travel traveling as much yeah. meant that I've caught up stockpiled and hopefully yeah will be you know able to fully focus on just clients um when things pick up a lot more oh that's so nice it's so nice to hear that you you've had that time and you're still productive within that time and the people within your sort of business whether that's suppliers whether that's clients whether that's you know your accountant it's nice to hear that you're still so active with it and yeah it sounds it sounds like it's I think for many people been a much needed kind of (laughs) look into what they're doing stop re sort of define and look into relaxing and and also being more productive in areas that they may have forgotten about when you're so busy so it's really nice to hear that that you're yeah I mean and don't get me wrong it's it's been horrendous but equally you know even on this uh, doing a virtual trade show at the minute if we spend every meeting talking about how horrendous everything is, we don't, we don't move on. And, you know, I'm not meeting. I, you know, I think it hasn't been a jolly by any sense of the imagination, but um, equally, yeah, you've got to focus on, you know, it, it took a while. It took the first possibly two months for me to just go, right, you, you have to do this. And if you're not going to get the government support and you're not going to get this, like, you know, the gamble you took when you set up your own business and, mm. you know, it's been difficult. I've taken on freelance work here and there and, to keep me afloat so that I am here and I am strong yeah. for my clients next year and it's you know it's, it's going to be a long road back but I, I do believe it's coming back so next year it's going to be mojito after mojito <laughs> after mojito <laughs> um and also I think we'll finish on I'm going to ask you to pass it forward in Bath who's your favorite independent whether that be a food a drink marketing, oh I, accounting, I did read this question and I, it's incredibly difficult oh I don't know um I love that answer because everyone I spoke to said exactly the same and I'm like see yeah and you know what I'm one of those I spread my I like to go to (laughs) all of them I couldn't possibly say one in the fitness sector because I you know I also big shout out to all of them purely because of how they've and you know and the hospitality just how everyone has diversified and Oh, yeah, I don't know. I think um, one that's quite impressed me uh, during lockdown and just the, the second lockdown in particular is um, the shoebox patisserie. So it's um, set up by um, 
a friend of mine from school here actually in Bath and um he he set up this at Alexandra Park doing these shoe shoe buns and macaroons and really nice coffee it's the bar I think it is um and him and his yeah. his wife uh and it's yeah it's great I I you know what it's sort of and just having run to Alexandra Park most weekends just to try and join the queue which is another thing to see that happening you just want to see success for yeah. small companies always and um and and I hope to kind of keep supporting indies and then and seeing them grow and yeah, yeah I think that's just been yeah that's a nice little one just for yeah, on the weekends go up there it's the only thing that makes me exercise so <laughs> yeah <laughs> have a little treat at the end I oh, do, yeah, and, and get there early because again I've, I've always yet, got there so that's on my list a bit late and uh, the queues either really massive and I've committed to too many other things to go and do but gotta love this city for honestly and I've lived in quite a few different places you just uh, the sheer amount of, of indies and, and also small businesses supporting each other and I, I love it and um, yeah it's it's going to come back strong all of us i hope and by local <laughs> next year's going to be a I year i'm already telling myself <laughs> okay Phil, well thank you so much for coming on and chatting um about everything to do with your business and the travel industry um it's been much needed and i'm sure next year we're going to be flying to every destination possible so, guys, if you've had a listen and you really fancy getting to know all things Pippa, please follow her on Instagram. It's Pippa Rose Lifestyle. You're going to be able to click a link in her bio and that's going to take you to her website where you can literally see everything and everywhere she's been. It's totally awesome. Keep supporting Indies. Thank you so much to Pippa again for coming on and having a chat. And that's all things independent for this week's show. And I look forward to inviting you back next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.